are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. I am Evan Klosky. Back again, and we are the hosts of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Rays your very first listen every day. And remember, Locked On Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Rays. Also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays and email us anytime, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Well, uh, today's an important day as the Rays will be facing off against the Cleveland Guardians in a best of three set, uh, but an early one. Go, what's that? An early contest. Oh, they've already released the time. The time, yes. Yeah. So, uh, so today is twelve oh seven. Then tomorrow would be twelve oh seven as well. And then, if there is a game three, it will be on Sunday at four oh seven. So. Well, you can get everything done, easy peasy, lemon squeezy, nothing to worry about, nothing to wait for. They should just put them on at uh, 7 a.m. They really don't want people to watch yeah, these games. They could. They put, I saw a tweet that was like, uh, you know, if they could, they put them on at 3 a.m. on Cartoon Network. But Basically, yeah. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll talk about uh, game one matchup, lineups, all that. But we got to get to brass tacks here. We got to get to some important matters. There is somebody on Twitter that is incessant about figuring out and determining what Evan Klosky's walk-up song would be if he were a professional ball player. So uh, let's have a little fun with this before we dive into some playoff action. Uh, Walk-up song. Klosky, what is your jam? Um, I Honestly, I what I really want to do to do a play on words is do – uh, closer by the chain smokers. So you'd be the closer listening to closer. Okay. So, you know, and, and it, that song just always gets me jacked up though. I'm sure the crowd wouldn't appreciate it as much. So I probably, probably as of right now would lean towards something like the business by Tiesto, which is you hear very often in stadiums now, mm. like pretty much every in between innings, uh, in between the, the, puck going out of the, the off the ice it's a, it's a very common song um which has a little bit more thump and bass to it that i think people appreciate with a closer song but yeah i'm not like a you know like a hell's bells or like metallica and and that that doesn't that doesn't jack me up yeah. um i'm very much into like uh you know those positive and trouble party vibes that's pretty much my that's that's what i that's what gets me juiced up so that's what i'd be choosing i would have thought you would have gone with a uh, kenny g jam or something like that no oh no, no. i mean we I, i'm pretty open i'm i also would like to like i'm not somebody that sticks with the same song like i, I would maybe stick for it like for a season but yeah. i would also change it uh, if i got into a bad groove i would change that thing so quickly you you do I the opposite of Evan Longoria, who just had that one song, the tantric, whatever that down yeah. and out. Yeah, no, you know, I I already know, I already know that Kevin's going rap. 
Already yeah, going. absolutely. hundred percent. Okay. What, what do you got, Kevin? What do you got? Uh, it's actually my namesake, uh, Kevin Gates, although he's got so many hits, so many great songs. Yeah, that so many hard. jobs too. What's that? <laughs> so many jobs. Yeah. He's got six jobs. Uh, <laughs> if you listen to Kevin Gates, you know, um, <laughs> man, I would, I would probably be switching out a, a Kevin Gates song once a week or once a homestand, but I'll start with, um, satellites i guess you know kind of on top of the world global all that so that would be that would be my song to start and then uh, i'd basically just go down his essentials on apple music and that'd be my that'd be my uh walk-up jam hmm. so interesting interesting I, i'll put that on the on the on the listening box because I, I don't think i've heard oh, any of this stuff willingly kevin gates is uh i i mean i, I don't want to speak out of turn here but i think he's won a grammy i could be wrong I mean, Klosky, you know of him. What, Kevin Gates? I don't yeah. know if he's won a Grammy, but uh, I... Uh, <laughs> he's in the mainstream, I, I is that Kevin fair to say? Gates. Yeah, I, I know Is he Kevin. in the mainstream? Yeah. I, would, okay. I would say so. Okay. Well, my, I, I, I think if you've been listening to Locked on Race for a while now, then you would understand that I, I do not know about the mainstream. And then my pick will tell you why, because I am a wannabe boomer. My walk-up song, I am the opposite of Evan Klosky. I would want something rock. I would want to just hear the guitar strings on that amp, and I want to hear that drummer just go nuts. And for me, that song would have to be Helter Skelter by the Beatles. I mean, that mm. would every time I would go up there, I would be hacking. I would just make. I would be doing like Evan Klosky says, "Daddy hacks" every single Daddy time. Hacks. Daddy hacks all night long because Helter Skelter is that type of song that just jacks you up. So that's mine. Nice. Um, if uh, you're a listener out there, YouTube watcher, comment uh, what your walk-up song would be. Might have to circle back to that. I know that uh, MLB.com did a compilation of uh, best walk-up songs in the playoffs. A lot of these songs I don't recognize. I got to be honest because I just don't really know like Latin American music. But I know that Edwin Diaz, his song, not his song, oh, but his walk-up song, Narco Trump by Blaster Jacks, yeah. is, uh, is a hit one. That's pretty cool. And Wilson Contreras had it first. There's been like a whole. Ah. rivalry thing between the two fans on who should have it. Yeah. Ones I do recognize, actually, Isak Paredes made the list. Atoto Pereba by Miguel E. Miguel. Um, oh, but- yes, Miguel E. Miguel. <laughs> <laughs> I think favorite. that's Michael and Michael. I think it's yeah. Michael and Michael. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, Aaron Judge, uh, just a couple of ones we might recognize. Uh, Hello by... Pop Smoke, may he rest in peace. Uh, Oscar mm-hmm. Gonzalez with the Guardian SpongeBob SquarePants theme song. Yeah, uh, they do that a lot. That one, yeah. yeah. Alex Bregman, "Want to Be a Baller" by Little Troy. Logan Gilbert, "Gangsta's Paradise" by Coolio, may he also rest in peace. Um, mm-hmm. He was too young. Uh, Bryce Harper, his song is "Flower" by Moby. And then the other one I recognize, or I've heard of this artist, uh, Adam Wainwright. His walk-up song or his intro song, whatever you want to call it, "God's Country" by uh, Blake Shelton. So, and then there's um, some other ones here too. So, Blake there we Shelton, go. You see, country. He is country, and I am. Okay. I I know. I probably that's as far as I I go. That's as far as I go in my Blake Shelton 
Knowledge. Is I, he country? I, yes. Okay, I'm out. Let's yeah, I, I got to be honest. Just like people probably say all hip-hop and rap sounds the same, I just assume there's like one country artist, two country artists, and they're all singing the same songs. Like that's <laughs> – I can't differentiate one from the other, quite frankly. Yeah, I know Blake yeah. Shelton because he was – he dated or was married to – Gwen Stefani when he was on one of those talent oh. shows too. So there oh, we there go. You go. All right. Uh, there's our uh, pop culture minute there on the lockdown Rays podcast. We'll actually get into some baseball here, but first we have to tell you about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcast, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, remains your continued story of sport wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. So head over to betonline.net or use that mobile device of yours to learn more. BetOnline, it is where the game starts. All right, guys, uh, game one of this Guardians-Rays series. Uh, presumably, again, we are I'm recording this on a th- uh, Wednesday evening, so don't, uh, don't knock us here. But Shane Bieber, we assume, will be getting uh, the ball game yeah. one. Uh, and maybe that's important, maybe it's not. But uh, should we go ahead and go through what we think or what, yeah, what we think the starting lineup should be for the Rays in this game. 100%. Yeah. Who sh- uh, sh- should we, of course, be nice and give Evan uh, props here and go first? Sure. I will say this. Um, I first want us to analyze what the two rosters, what the two lineups will look like when they face Bieber earlier this year. Uh, okay. Just to understand. Now, it's, it's very tough. Because the first time, there were a lot of injuries, yes. and there's a lot of people who changed in the second time. But there is a common theme here. Uh, so the first time around, you had Yandi, uh, Brandon Lau, Arena, Choi, Isak Paredes, Josh Lowe, Bethancourt, Roman Quinn, Yu Chang. Yu Chang, by the way, got two hits off of Shane Bieber. Uh, Josh Lowe. Had a hit off Shane Bieber. Uh, Choi had an RBI single. And Yandy Diaz also had a hit. Uh, Everybody else did not do anything. Mm. Now, the second time around, you had Margot, Arozarena, Wander Franco, who got a hit, Harold Ramirez, who got a hit, Isak Paredes, David Peralta, who got a hit, Christian Bethencourt, who got a hit, Jose Siri, who hit a home run, and Taylor Walls, who also got a hit. Back-to-back games, so in two games, Isak Paredes came up empty. Um, would not be surprised to see Yandy Diaz uh, in that one hole mm-hmm. and replacing Isak Paredes, and Paredes not in the first lineup that we see against Shane Bieber and him coming off the bench. I concur. So okay. uh, do we just want to give our one through nine – yeah. yeah, give so me your I, one through nine, Evan. Yeah. Yandi. Uh, I'm going to go Yandi. I'm going to go uh, Randy, Wander, Harold, 
Then I'm going to have uh, Peralta. Uh, Beth and uh, Peralta. Margot. Bethancourt. Siri. Man. Uh, Walls? I need to think about this one again. Uh, it's... Did you name too many players? No, I did not. I'm just. No, no, I'm kind he of. He needs one more. He needs one. No, more. I, Walls is kind of that guy. First, I need to make the decision. Are we are we playing Walls in this game? I, I think what you do if you're starting Taylor Walls, you you take the automatic out uh, in his spot. Just save the energy. Right, I mean, who else would you put at second? Well, I, uh, I have a different of opinion right there, fellas. Like 100. percent I don't. I would not start. Taylor Walls. I'm yeah, sorry. so that's what I'm saying. Like, I, who are you putting at second base? So, okay, so my lineup, I'll give it to you so that you can kind of go off. I have G-Man Choi playing first, Wander Franco short. But this, but this isn't your batting yet. Is this your batting order? You're having no. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. is, you got G-Man Choi leading off? Yeah, I do. I do. Mm. Righty against oh. lefty. I want, I, I see pitches. He's feeling good at the plate. I'm going G-Man right off the lead up. And 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 I want him to kind of get more better pitches, more better pitches. Ugh. I want him to get better pitches because Wander Franco's behind him. So G-Man Choi playing first, Wander Franco short, Yandy Diaz third, David Peralta uh DHing because of the hip. I'm putting David Peralta in DHing because of the hip. Randy Rosarena in left field. Manuel Margot, right field. Isaac Paredes, second base. Francisco Mejia, backstop. Jose Siri in center field. My bench, Taylor Walls, Harold Ramirez, Bethancourt, and I had put Jonathan Aranda <laughs> before we did our roster construction. So in this case, it would be uh, Vidal Brujan. Harold Ramirez. You cannot be sitting Harold Ramirez. He's your best hitter. I am. I know. I know, but I am. I know, but I am. I know, but I I know, but I am. No way. You are not sitting I, 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 I could not. I, I don't see the spot. I don't see the spot because the spot would be, okay, first base, but I, I won G-Mon, uh, the left against righty. I, I like that. I like that. I, could you I don't see the At some point? I think, yeah, I mean, obviously he'll see an at-bat and, and maybe like a couple at-bats if, if there's a defensive replacement there. I guess you could make the argument that uh, – no, I want David Peralta there too. I mean, you don't have a lot of lefty sticks that have pop. Choi and Peralta are the only ones that do. So, And Peralta hasn't even hit a home run with the Rays yet. So that's the way I'm going. Choi, Franco, Diaz, Peralta, Rosarena, Margot – Paredes, Mejia, Siri. I think I think Bethancourt's I mean though I think Bethancourt's gonna probably be the catcher. I mean, just okay. reading the tea leaves, they, I mean Well, why not start Mejia if you wanna take advantage of the lefty righty thing? It's a good point. It's a good point. That's what I'm thinking. Like there were too many righties. Like I, I put I color coded I, my Excel spreadsheet yeah, and there's I'll, a bunch of blue. I'll I'll run through mine. And again, I yeah. did not uh, I just uh, look I've got it, um, Yandi, Wander, Randy, 
Harold Ramirez, David Peralta, Manny Margot, Francisco Mejia, Isak Paredes, and Jose Siri. And you, are you, okay, I are think you putting, I think you have to have a combination of Yandi, Wander, and Randy in the top three slots of the batting order. That's, that's not necessarily that order, but you you've got to have a combination of those three in the top three. I don't dislike that at all. I think those are. I mean, the Yandi on base percentage, Wander, pure hitter, number two spot. Randy actually has some pop, drive them in, and then you move on down the order from there. You know, here's the thing what's interesting with Mejia. Mejia's splits, I mean, are tremendous against righties. Um, I mean, I think he's hitting like north of 300 against righties. But Shane Bieber does better against lefties. Bieber has a 2.59 ERA against lefties. He has a 3.12 ERA against righties. Uh, he's given up similar. He's given up nine home runs to both left and right. Um, the the doubles are a little bit more skewed for the righties, but honestly, um, I mean, he, he's faced a hundred more batters and he only has three more doubles. So he's really kind of against righties. Like he's giving up a lot. I think he's just giving up more hits, but he's not really getting, I mean, there's also two triples. So uh, he's pretty even. I don't know if there's necessarily like the advantage. I mean, if you think that Mejia's best as a, as a, a strong righty hitter can do better than the strong peripherals that Bieber has against lefties, then you go for it. But are you playing with fire throwing too many lefties out there when he's proven that he's actually really strong against lefties. I I mean, he's a really good pitcher, by the way. So, like, this is not – Yeah. I mean, thank what you, are you going to – Thank you. Like, yeah, we're splitting I, hairs I, here I, because Shane Bieber is Shane Bieber. Like, it's not going to be I mean, like, oh, well, he's actually awful against righties or he's awful see, against lefties. That's not going to happen. Kevin, I do like your idea of putting Yandi, Wander, Randy back to back to back. I, I love that. I would switch my lineup – for that idea. That's a really good one. However, can you walk me through the positions though? Because oh, did I, I, mess I, I am no, no. I, I just want to know how you would have, you know, for example, you have Yandi, Wander, Randy, Harold, David, uh, Margot, Mejia, Paredes, Siri. I only see three guys with a for sure position there. Wander shortstop, Mejia catching Siri center field. Can you walk me through uh, what Yandi would be, for example? All right. I don't know uh, how great podcasting this would be, but Yandi would play third. Okay. Uh, and Paredes would be play second. Okay. So can I say something here? Sure. How are the Rays going to win this game? They're not. <laughs> and they're not <laughs> going to win this series. Not, I'm sorry. Not they're, not, they're not moving not beyond the first round. Not it's not kind of the leading answer that I was looking for. But my thing is, all right, assuming that everybody in that locker room doesn't think the way that Kevin does, uh, right. you know, here is my thought. You are going to beat the Guardians by what? Playing great defense. Yes. And and being opportunistic. Um I don't think 
the trade-off is worth it to start Paredes at second versus just giving up the out and having Taylor Walls there. And that may be late in the game when you need to pick a spot and Walls is up there with the bases loaded, one out. Boom, now I'm going to go to Paredes. And now I'm going to... Haven't we just said that Bieber is is worst against righties? Paredes is only a righty. Walls would stand in, stand in and not bat in. As a lefty, like, but I yes. don't care because I, I, I want him. I, I want his glove out there. You have, you have Randy, Siri, Margot, Walls, Franco, Yandi. I mean, really, the only liability is at first base. Um, I mean, but it I depends mean, on who. You're, you're saying you, you would play Harold Ramirez at first. I'm saying I would play. No, I'm saying Choi. I, play, I, I play Choi, and I'm probably, I'm probably play, uh, hitting. Harold Ramirez and Peralta doesn't make my day one lineup, uh-huh. which is silly. I guess as a lefty, I understand that. But for me, I have to play Harold Ramirez. He's a contact hitter. I need him. Now, the other side of the argument could be if he's such a good hitter, and we do know he's a good pinch hitter, wouldn't it be best to insert him into the best situation in the game? I'm here to have that conversation. You know, I, I, I think I think there is something to be said about holding out Harold Ramirez for the right time and because you do have a bunch of people on this team who can't make contact in big moments. I'm sorry. There's a lot of players on this team who have low averages, low barrels. It's just the but way Evan, it is. That big moment doesn't have to come in the seventh, eighth or ninth. That big moment could be in the third. It and could be fine. in the second. And Taylor Walls is up there just sitting there with a, with a wet newspaper and who, and, and and who, what do we to have? Me, to me, if you, you, I mean, you have it depends on what that situation is. I mean, if you have bases loaded, no outs, and Taylor Walls is up in that situation, um, you know, you're I not going to pull him in the second or the I third. Yandy, I got Yandy Diaz behind him. I mean, if he if you have two outs in that situation in the second, then you you have to live with it. But I mean, it's also a two out situation. I mean. I don't know what to tell you. So, you know, if that's the way that it lines up, I'm willing to take that risk and then just, you know, deal with it. Because all I'm saying this is, aren't you going to feel like crap if Isak Paredes makes an error at second base? Being like, yeah, why did, let's not pretend, why let's not pretend Isak. Why didn't we do that? We haven't but, really done that all season. Why are we doing that now? I, but Isak Paredes is not Jonathan Aranda at all. Like we, we have not. Go, I don't. Be, I don't believe. I don't believe. Both of you guys tell me about Taylor Walls adjusting the second base and how know, hard it just, is compared to short. I'm just saying, this whole season, I don't believe we've had an episode where we shellacked Isak Paredes for a descent, a defensive miscue at second base. Kevin, do you remember one time where we were like, "Can you believe that Paredes error? How many times has he played second base?" You know what? Good question. I am yeah. going to find out. Um, no, I think he's uh, serviceable, at least uh, in the infield. Big picture here, though. Do you all I, – I've put my cards on the table. I don't think the Rays are winning this best of three against the Guardians. I think it's uh, get squashed and go home and look at uh, 2023. Uh, what do you all think? It, Honest, honest assessment. 
I mean, I don't think it's a, a squashing. I I mean, first off, the you know, I'm just going off of what Vegas tells me. And they I mean, they believe that this is the, the closest series that yeah. the Rays have the best possibility of all of the wild card series to win. I think you have two teams that mirror each other. All right. I think you have two yep. teams that don't have the only difference is Cleveland has Jose Ramirez. The Rays do not. You know, that's that is the X factor for them. They also got a guy named Steve Kwan, uh, Stephen Kwan. Let me pronounce. Uh, He's amazing. Forward, who's He's unbelievable amazing. and makes contact. They have a lot of guys who make contact, which is why I need good defense, because they are going to put the ball in play. You're not going to strike them out. These guys are going to make you work for it. But. I think it's going to come down to who shows up that day. And I'm not trying to be a cliche, but I think the margin for error for both teams is extremely thin because they are the same type. You know, I, I will say if the Guardians are leading, entering the eighth inning, it's game over. You're not getting a hit off Krenchak. You're not getting a run off Krenchak. You're not getting a run off of Clace. So, class a. yeah, class, yeah, class A. But, Still, um, beyond that, I mean, if the Rays are going on their back-end situation and you run into Adam Fairbanks, now that's not that duo, but that's also been a really strong duo for Tampa Bay as well. Um, not, not certainly perfect, but I would feel pretty good about Tampa Bay entering that situation, that late-game situation. I feel pretty good about Tampa Bay starting rotation. I think that McClanahan... If I mean McClanahan's a huge X factor, right? He has not looked good. He has not looked good recently. The the McClanahan of the first half has gone. He's not getting swings and misses. He's not getting strikeouts. He's walking batters. He looked very much like the guy we saw last year. He maybe it's a little bit of fatigue, but I'm hoping that this man who has been in a World Series, at a, at, thrusted into his first action as a major leaguer uh, in the playoffs, uh, who started last year uh, against Boston and was stellar, um, had the moment in Boston, had the all-star game moment this year with the nerves getting to him again, that I think he's going to be ready for the big moment. Is the stuff there? That's the question. And Terry Francona talked about it. He said, the one thing that the Rays have that we don't is experience. He's like, everyone wants to talk about how young the Rays are. Like, we're the ones who are young entering the series. We might have a better record. You know, people might like, uh, might like the pieces more, but, like, they've been here. We have not. And so that experience, hopefully, we heard Eric Neander and Kevin Cash talk about last year after losing with 100 wins, that team in Boston saying, we hope that that's an experience that helps us down the line. Will it? Will it be worth it? Let's see. I think we just saw a preview of what we're going to see in this wild card series like nine days ago. Very close matchups, not a lot of offense, really good pitching, starting and bullpen, and just key hits. And 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 like you said, Evan, going down to the last out, 27th or maybe the 30th, <laughs> you know, if it goes in the extra innings. It, it, that's we just saw a preview of what we're going to see. It's going to be very tightly contested. I want to go back to the Isak Paredes shade. Uh, 50 games he's played at third base, 42 games at second base. In innings-wise, he's played 362 innings 
at third. He's also played 270 innings at second base. So it's not like... It's, but he's not Taylor Walls. No, he's not Taylor Walls, but he's also not Isak. Uh, not, not um, who am I thinking? Jonathan Aranda. Aranda. Yeah. And by the way, he only had one error, one error at second base in yeah. 271 innings. I know that is subjective. Yeah. But some of know. the errors, you know, maybe he d- just can't get the ball too. I mean, if you know, the errors. Subjective, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. you don't have to really dig into the point right, is right. I don't I don't I don't want a situation where Taylor Walls He's not has a rook out there at second. I, I, I agree with that. I, you know, I, I'm certainly. Yeah, I right. just I don't, um, I don't I I can't I can't I just I can't put Taylor Walls in a starting lineup in the playoffs. I I can't. Kevin Cash can, and and he sure as heck probably will do that. I could not do that. I just I, uh, could not bring myself yeah, to do that. I, I think I think I play defense first, and then if I have to, if the game, if I'm down a little bit, then I'm I'm putting my offense out there and I'm pushing. I just I think it's a game of I think it's a game of the slimmest of margins, and I'm just I'm just hoping my guys step up in the right moment. Fair enough. Uh, which, Fair enough. Which of these teams has the better offense? Oh, the Guardians. Which of these teams has the better starting pitching staff? Uh, well, I mean, God, the Guardians rotation is so hot right now. Um, I, 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 I want to lean towards an even. Okay. I'm paying like, the, like, like, they're, the Guardians starting pitching has been elite for like half a year. Like the back half of the year, it's been amazing. So I don't know. I lean towards even. I have no, I think it's really a push. Which of these Again, teams we just, a better bullpen? The, hmm? the Guardians. The Guardians okay. have a better bullpen. Yeah. yeah. Better defense. Uh, I, I don't know enough about push. the Guardians, but I yeah, mean, that one's a little bit really, tougher for me. I, the Rays have certainly improved since whatever the hell we saw the first two months of the year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, I mean, I, it sounds like, I don't know if I got an answer from you on who's going to win this series. I'm going to go Rays. I, I got to go Rays because I, I feel like, you know, the, the way that Kevin Cash has been managing the last eight games, which has been incredibly frustrating as a fan, because you always want to see W's and you don't want to see L's. But again, you understand why they were managed that way. I'm expecting these guys to just go out and eat the world. I'm, expect, I'm expecting key hits. I'm expecting really good starting uh, uh, performances by by McClanahan, Rasmus, and Springs. Whoever gets the ball, Glass now looked really, really good in his two outings. He could potentially be a five inning guy, possibly four, more likely four innings. But if he could be stretched to five, if he's doing well, my goodness, how are you not going to win that game when you also have, like Evan said, Fairbanks and Adam? So now you have five nice innings by, by Glass. Now, then you put two more by Pete Fairbanks and, and Adam. Now you only have to cover two more. It, it, it just key offense. I think we, we got the right names in the roster construction from yesterday. Um, I'm I'm gonna go race, but I'm not gonna go in two. I'm gonna go raise in three. Uh, okay. I mean, I'm picking the Guardians to win the series, but I mean, again, I just it's just they're so hot, and the Rays really are not. Now, that's not to say anything about what we've seen the last handful of days. They they made it to the playoffs. They kind of gave up, uh, to be honest. And I I don't blame them personally. I rather go through Guardians Yankees than uh, Blue Jays Astros. So, I mean, if we're choosing a path, 
But uh, just, I mean, I, I, the Guardians don't have many holes, but no. they are not the most. Uh, first off, the Guardians actually have weaker power than the Rays, if, and that's saying something. They're not somebody who's going to take advantage of, of hitting home runs, or at least on paper, you would think. You know, so you're not going to have the long ball hurt you, you would think, entering the series. Just like I don't Except think for Jose Ramirez. Jose Ramirez is the biggest home run threat out of both of these teams. Yeah. And sometimes that's all that matters when you have a, the, the pitching stats that are going up against each other. Yeah, I mean, it all depends, right? If it's, you know, my starting rotation, uh, McClanahan, Glasnow, Springs, all three of those guys can attack Jose Ramirez because it kind of works with the matchups. Beyond that, if it's not Brooks Raley, if it's not Garrett Clevenger, walk him. I don't give a crap. Yes. Do not let Jose yes. Ramirez beat me. Okay? If you remember back I like to that it, guy's name in the lineup. He I is not that, going to beat us. 100%. It was Shane Bieber's first start in the Trop, where it was a one nothing game, and then or it was a 1-1 game, and then Jose Ramirez hit a three-run homer. And yeah. I know first and second, but I think it was two out, if I remember correctly. And it was like it just—it's like with Aaron Judge too. Like, just I don't give a crap. Put him on base. Yes. I rather yeah. the next yeah. guy beat me. And if the next guy yeah. beats you, I as if I'm a fan at home, I wouldn't be mad about it. Sure. Uh, sure. 100%. Yeah. Uh, Rays losing three, but the games are very close. Um, I know the the verbiage I used wasn't necessarily fair to the Rays, but I don't think they win this series against uh, the Guardians here. Um, all right. It, we, we got to let's end on a positive note, a fun note, if you will. Quick baseball trivia, quick name that war. Um, let's let's go back into the archives here. I've got uh, Cleveland Indians slash Guardians top 10 home run leaders, top 10 career home run leaders for the Cleveland franchise. Uh, yeah. I need well. Let me let me finish the question here. There's ten. I've got the top ten list in front of me. I want five of those names. You got two of them already: Jim Tomey and Manny Ramirez. Three more: Albert Bell, correct. Carlos Travis Hafner, Travis Hafner, correct. Carlos Baiga, strike one. Damn it! <laughs> he was one of my favorite players growing up. Um, not the first name, right? We uh, say Jose Ramirez. Jose Ramirez is correct. Yeah, number ten on this list. Very good. Uh, yeah, the, the, a lot of these guys did it in our heyday of the the nineties and early two thousands. Uh, Jim Tomey, three thirty seven with the Cleveland franchise. Albert Bell, two forty two. Manny Ramirez, two thirty six. Earl Averill, don't know who that is, two twenty six. Carlos Santana, 216. Uh, Al tied with Carlos Santana with 216. Uh, Larry Dobby, don't know who that is, or Doby, uh, 215. Andre Thornton, 214. Don't know who that is either. Travis Hafner, Tampa resident, uh, 200 even. Jose Ramirez, 192, tied with Al Rosen, who also has 192. So there's the trivia question of the day. Interesting. Shout out to Kenny Walker. Real, real quick here. Uh, name that war where we take a, a guy from the past and we try to uh, guess his career baseball reference war. The guy that I'm uh, asking for you 
is not known as a Cleveland Indian back then. He's more known as a Boston Red Sox. Mm. His name is Coco Crisp. Wow. My lord. Uh, we're just going to go super quick. I'm going 8.6. Yeah. Done. What was that? I couldn't hear you. 8.6, just off the top of my head. Not even thinking about it. Fair uh, love the cereal, 14.7. And you both have underestimated Mr. Crisp so badly, a ring winner of the 2007 World Series with the Boston Red Sox. His career reference war, uh, career baseball reference war is 28.9. Wow. 28.9. 309 stolen bags, a 265 batting average, uh, an on base of 327, slug of 402. That's a 729 OPS, an OPS plus of 96, a 130 career home runs for Mr. Coco Crisp. I cannot play. I cannot believe he played 14 seasons. Oh, I unreal, right? Uh, he can also avoid a punch from James Shields. Oh, I, I I know that there is a world out there, like a metaverse or whatever it is called, a, the quantum physics, where James Shields does in fact make contact with Coco Crisp's left part of his jaw. And it's a it's a great universe. Like there's world peace, there's beautiful things out there. The Rays have a great offense that's stable, five runs a game. It's beautiful in that universe. This man played 14 seasons, and he was never an All Star, never nothing. He did finish 15th in MVP voting in 2013, so he has that. Maybe wow. Though. Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah, he did. All right. Uh, hope everyone enjoys. Uh, the series and hopefully i'm wrong on my uh, prognostication there um, you know what before we go drop your lineups on the comments on youtube please and thank you we want to see how how close you get to ours how close you get to the actual and that kevin cash makes up on friday very good all right uh thank you for making the locked on race podcast your very first listen every day now make your second listen the locked on mlb podcast that is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe and we will talk to you next week.